Welcome to the Women's Fitness Podcast, sponsored by Women's Fitness Education. Here's your host, the one and only, Michelle Mish Wright. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this very curious interview that I have with Elaine. Welcome, Elaine. Um, why don't you start by sharing uh, information about you so we can get to know you better? Hi, Mish. Thanks so much for having me. Um, so, yeah, I'm Elaine. I am originally from the UK and I have been in New Zealand now for um, coming up to 21 years. I have a background of 34 years in health and wellness, started as a beauty therapist, a personal trainer, and I'm a Reiki master teacher, Floco coach and a cellular health coach. Uh, fantastic. And that explains the accent. I can hear a bit of Kiwi and a bit of English as well. So um, you are 53 years old. And how long have you been uh, postmenopausal? About 54 54 sorry 54 and 12 months um so 12 months for me was up in um just in august all right so relatively new but as we know perimenopause starts um uh, four to six maybe for eight years before that um tell us about when you're looking in the rear vision mirror when you first can see now that you were in perimenopause and what those symptoms were like? Yeah, so um, looking back, it was around about the age of 48, so um, six years ago, and I just had a lot of niggly health issues. Um, I didn't actually relate it to perimenopause at the time, um, and, uh, you know, I was advised that the niggly health issues um, were, you know, just niggly health issues. Um, but yeah, I don't know, looking back, um, just things that happened to me, you know, I, I ended up being diagnosed with inguinal canal hernias, I had a fatty mass in my stomach, and um, unfortunately, I had a rectal prolapse. But all mixed in around the same time I was going through perimenopause, um, I underwent four operations. Um, so yeah, it was kind of all, um, yeah, all meshed in. Muddled. Muddled, yeah, definitely muddled. Very difficult to decide what part is perimenopause and what part was um, all these other conflicting health issues. Yeah. Yeah. So what were your key symptoms? Um, a little bit of the hot flushes. Um, I did notice, um, especially at night, I noticed that I was um, tossing off the covers, and which was quite interesting because I've always been a cold hands, cold feet person. Mm -hmm. um, I did notice that I um, felt a bit more tired. Um, yeah, keeping up the energy levels from a person that used to get up at like six o'clock in the morning. Uh, the routine did change a bit for me, but of course as well, once you've undergone operations, um, and I, I should have actually added in there that um, I suffered from endometriosis from the age of 20. Right. So, I really have had a um, quite a um, complex hormone journey throughout my life. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, but um, they, they were really the the main ones, and, and probably a bit tearful as well. Yeah, anyway, emotional. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and so what what are the things that you use to help support uh, these symptoms and yes. your? Through, get you through this process 
Well, it was really um, similar to what I was using for the pain and inflammation that came with endometriosis. So the perimenopause um, time for me was about really engaging in um, fresh air, walks. It was hard for me to get up early in the morning and go to the gym. So I spent more time um, when I could to get out in the fresh air, the parks, near the water, the sea and walking. Um, I've always been someone that um, has naturopath products. I have a really good girlfriend that is a naturopath. So I've always followed naturopath products. And um, coming from a personal training background, I knew that exercise was important. But my exercise changed. It was more about stretching, elongating the body, and um, lots of meditation. And coming from a Reiki master background, I did a lot of my own self-healing as well, which you know, temporarily help to lift my spirit and, um, you know, take away some of that um, inflammation, pain, uncomfortableness and, you know, the, stabilize the emotions. Mm -hmm. So I'm hearing lots of um, self, uh, you know, medication of reducing stress and, um, and reducing cortisol and a lot of mindfulness and, um, you know, taking time out for yourself. Would that be fair comment? That's, yeah, I mean, it was a, as a single person at the time, um, you know, I had, and I was a bit of a workaholic, but I, I had to make time to really, um, you know, have that quality um, self-healing, as you're saying, mindfulness approach. Um, I also um, am super sensitive to hormones, so um, medication was not something that was a good thing for me. Um, post the, all of the surgeries, I did actually, on my 50th birthday, get um, diagnosed as a chronic pain sufferer. So medications were something that I had to take initially, um, but my preference has always been to go the holistic route which you know isn't always for for everybody um mm -hmm. but for my body itself it was super sensitive to um you know external medications um, especially hormones so you're saying any estrogen or um hormone replacement it, what what kind of symptoms did it have for you that you you knew it wasn't for you well um the first one was when i came out in urticaria so i got that, a rash which was itchy Mm -hmm. um, and um, and then I had a cloasma, which um, which is a dark patch down the side of my face. So I had to stay away from the sun, and mm -hmm. um, and then nausea, big nausea. Um, so yeah, like for me, your body was telling you it's not for me. Yeah, it's like the 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 issues that that came up with with trying it. You know, and okay, it was worth trying. Um, really didn't outweigh the benefits that I was getting. And um, yeah, and so I, I snapped back into the, um, the holistic side of things. But the biggest game changer, if I, if I can talk about the game changer um, now, yeah. Yeah, was um, when I had my fourth operation, um, I, I felt like the carpet had been pulled from underneath my feet. And um, it was a really um, tough time, uh, you know, what now? And it was during that year of recovery that I was introduced to um, Flowcode, um, which is a neuroscience which helps us to um, recode our past mental movies and change perception. 
And I also took a, a redox cell signaling supplementation. And um, those two together were, although the other um, mindfulness and, and yoga and stretching and, and self-healing helped, when I put flow code and redox cell signaling molecules into my life, my life changed. Um, like I, even I um, couldn't believe it when I woke up in the morning and I thought, wow. You know, for the first time since before I turned 20, you know, I felt better at 54 than I did in my 20s, 30s and 40s. Um, so, and, and just to clarify, you know, during that time you had undiagnosed endometriosis, so you were living with pain on a daily basis. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so the flow code, if I can, um, you know, reword is is a, um, a system to help with dealing with past trauma? Would that be uh, an accurate description? Yeah. Um, it's, you know, when we hold trauma um, and, and when we go about our day-to-day, -day, we are often doing it with our conscious mind. Mm -hmm. And um, when we uh, hack, as they call it, into our flow triggers, which could be anything from breath work to um, mindset rituals, movements, uh, meditations, what we're doing is we are um, recoding our mental movies because we are changing our brain waves and we're going into our subconscious. Um, mm -hmm. And in this place, um, we um, have more relaxation, more joy. Um, and it's it's liberating, <laughs> to be completely honest. It was, yeah. yeah. Mm, mm. Fantastic. That is so interesting. And then the uh, the second product is a product used that you felt worked directly with your personal inflammation. Is that correct? Yeah. So um, the cellular health product, um, which is a drink, um, has um, studies on it. In fact, redox cell signaling has been studied for over 12 years. Um, there's a lot of medical evidence around um, the studies. And when I learned more about it, I realized it was actually our foundation um, to, to health. It, it works at the cellular level. And it, um, as we get older, um, we lose our cell signaling molecules. So our, our body doesn't communicate, our cells don't communicate. And when we supplement it, what we're doing is we, if there's such a word as euthanizing, <laughs> we are bringing youth back into our cells. And it has been um, proven to decrease inflammation, improve my digestion. Um, it's great for improving immunity, circulation, and also, which was the game changer for me, was hormone modulation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Considering that endometriosis is hormonally both same with menopause and all of these issues um, have their basis in hormones being a little bit, um, you know, going uh, being a little bit irregular yeah or a lot for me the the path from um because i was taking that supplement and using floco all in the same time with the perimenopause and the operations um i didn't actually realize that i luckily i put it on my calendar um that i actually got to 12 months and and had my menopause anniversary um and I thought, oh, I don't know if I'm supposed to be celebrating <laughs> anniversary or not. Um, <laughs> what you know is that I feel better in myself, in my in my body, um, in my emotions. Um, although there were emotions around, um, you know, now the 
non-biological years, no children. So that that was a bit of a sensitive um, time for me. Yeah. But, you know, having my health back is just great. Mm-hmm. I love that. If you had a message to your younger self, Elaine, what would you tell yourself? Um, yeah, so I wish I'd had a louder voice when I was younger. And when I don't mean loud, I don't mean shouting. I mean to actually be able to um, stand up for myself and say, you know, I actually it's not in my head. You know, I really feel this. And that with that, um, maybe that things could have um, been found out sooner. Um <laughs> And so, yeah, to my younger self, I just would have said, you know, Elaine, you believe, believe that you know your body, you know what it's feeling. And so don't let someone else, um, you know, even the medical profession tell you um, how it's feeling. Mm -hmm. And we know that on average it takes, um, uh, the NHS actually did the biggest study around seven years for endometriosis to be acknowledged um, so that you went so long without it being acknowledged is uh, is just a horrible situation. So I love that message to yourself that um, your pain is real and you know your body and um, and hopefully someone listening to this will also feel that strength through you to uh, be an advocate for their own health and well-being. I hope so. Elaine, thank you so much for this uh, Perry Curious interview. You have been um, a delight to interview. Thank you so much. And we will have the details in the notes around the um, the two the two things that have really helped Elaine if anyone else is interested in them. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mish. Thanks for listening to the Women's Fitness Podcast. If you're interested in becoming a certified personal trainer, check out our website, womensfitnesseducation.com.au.